Welcome to the Fearless Launching Show. I'm your host, Dan Samoylov. I want to thank you for joining me today because we've got a special guest in the studio. Well, she wasn't really in the studio, but I just I just wanted to say that. And she has, well, she's kind of like me in that she's worked on a lot of really high profile online launches, but her story is actually super interesting in its own. Her name is Trevinia Barber, and she's the owner of Priority VA. She's worked with clients like Amy Porterfield. I don't even have to name anybody else because that alone, the amount of work that Amy puts out should tell you that Trevinia knows her stuff. But what she's managed to build with Priority VA is also quite amazing. So I can't wait for you to listen into our conversation and I'll see you inside. I I just think we have so much in common, Travinia. Yeah. Like definitely. our even though I'm not, you know, running the same type of business you are, I think we have the same kind of we get it. There's certain yeah. things we get in this whole uh, online space, especially about working with people, helping people, like helping, you know, connecting the right people and and uh, dealing with big personalities. And um, so I, I just knew that that's why that's really why the first thing that was drawing me to you was like, I know she gets it. And I know that we probably could share a lot of stuff that we probably can't share on <laughs> on the podcast per se. We should so, write a book. And we should. Think- <laughs> we should write like a tell-all memoir and then like disappear, go off the grid. Exactly. Let's There's do nothing that. too horrible though. So <laughs> Travinia, thank you so much for joining me today. It is so my pleasure to be with you. I have long admired you from back in the, you know, watching you afar in the Laura Rota days. And uh, so it is, it's honestly, it's my honor to just be able to get to talk to you again. Oh gosh, I miss those days sometimes. I'll admit it. I'll admit it. I I miss like having to just have my head on somebody else's business and I could just forget about myself, you know, for a little bit, even though that, that grows old. Yeah. I, you know, I do that oftentimes too. I, I was just at a strategic planning session with uh, our coach the past weekend and we spent, you know, 17 hours locked in a room together, sort of mapping out what we want this business to be. And I said at least three times, I said, it is so much easier to do this for someone else's business. It's, oh my it's gosh. just easier. It's you know? easier on so many levels. And yeah. so anyway, so I love geeking out with you know, like-minded women like you, especially entrepreneurs. And, and I think you actually kind of have the best of both worlds because, you know, sometimes it gets crazy in the Porterfield camp and you have to just jump into that. And probably there are days when it gets crazy in, you know, um, priority VA can't land. And so it allows you to kind of jump back and forth. The, the beauty of it, I've always said that I feel like I am really blessed in that I get to be a virtual assistant and I get to do kind of put my head down and do work that I really love doing for someone as amazing as Amy that I, I love working alongside and, and partnering with her. But then I also get to view things from the client perspective because I'm an entrepreneur too. And I had to hire VAs in my business too. You know, I have three VAs working with me with Priority VA, and we just hired our first full-time employee. And so I, I'm along this journey right alongside my clients as they're growing their business. But at the same time, I'm right alongside the VAs too. So I get it from their perspective too. And I, I just love that 
but I've been given such a unique situation. As stressful as it is sometimes, I think it, it allows me to speak to all members of my team, clients or VAs, in just a different way that not many people get. Yeah, I, I totally get that. You know what? I realized that we that I hit record because I just didn't want to start like catching up without like having other people here kind of like us doing our thing. Sure. <laughs> but but why don't we first tell tell um, my listeners, tell the listeners a little bit about who you are, what Priority VA is, and yeah, just a little bit about you and the business. So great. Yeah. Uh, so Priority VA is a virtual staffing company that places virtual assistants and uh, and other administrative support with entrepreneurs and business owners all around the world. I've got clients in four countries and we have about 42 virtual assistants on our team right now and growing rapidly. We have uh, made massive strides and changes in our business that have allowed us to not only just provide general administrative support, which I think is what a lot of people think of when they think of the term virtual assistant. So not only do we do stuff like, you know, calendar management and scheduling and booking travel, but we've really found ourselves moving into more of a launch support and launch strategy and just more tech support. So um, that's been a a really a fun thing to kind of grow into and, and figure out we're by no means going to niche into some, you know, really tiny uh, marketplace, but to just be able to offer a wide variety of different support for all of our clients has been so amazing to do. So we've been officially in business for a little over two years now. Wow. And uh, though I've been a virtual assistant for 12 years, it's been fantastic to sort of see this baby business. I, I joke that, you know, my business is now a toddler and, uh, and so we've got growing pains and, you know, I, are you little... reading the e-myth or something? <laughs> no, I probably should. He talks about like the adolescent business and uh, I, I don't think he says toddler business, but I bet it's like, mine is a full fledged toddler and I'm not even <laughs> going to say like they, you know, because we're growing and, yeah. and we have to adjust and be adaptable to things that are changing in the market and like any business does. But I think that it's, uh, it's unique in that we have seen this rapid growth in, I've, I've tripled revenue in the past year and, uh, and that's just been challenging, you know, from a perspective of, of how are we going to keep this ship going and, and work at the pace that we're working and, uh, and continue to find amazing virtual assistants for our clients. So it's, wow. it's fun. <laughs> wow. Um, you know what, actually I sort of thinking like, wow, that is interesting because it's, it's kind of a good challenge to have in that, You've got all these. You've got all these amazing VAs who maybe come come in with their specific skill sets, and just by the nature of working with entrepreneurs, they get different experiences, which then improve their skills, which widen their skills, and then you have more that you can potentially offer. And you're growing at the same time, so you're like trying to keep your hand, probably your finger on the pulse of like, yeah. okay, now this person, oh my gosh, they went through that launch. They are definitely someone who I can now place with people who need launch support yep. or whatever, like something like that I could imagine. Absolutely. It has been so much fun. And, and this is one of the, the sort of tenets of what I've built this business on is that I wanted to provide stellar support for the clients that come to us. But more so than that, I wanted to provide 
amazing opportunities for the virtual assistants to expand their skill set. I think that, you know, I, I tend to only want to work with lifelong learners. You know, I don't, I don't generally gravitate toward people that, that this is what they do and they don't want to do anything else besides that. You know, I, I like people that want a challenge and that are, are ready to rise up and learn new things and dive in the deep end with a client. And, and what I found from that is that the virtual assistants are happier because they have a, a variety of things that they're doing. They're not just, you know, kind of doing the same rote tasks every single day. They, right. Their lives are changing and it's adding variety and sort of spice to their businesses too. So it's been so much fun. And some of the things that we've come across uh, uh, have been really interesting, you know, like people launching, uh, we had a client that, you know, she, she creates soap and, and that's what she does. So she creates handmade soap. And, and so figuring out a launch strategy for soap as opposed to an online course, it's kind of different, you know, it's a little bit different. Yeah, so. it is. I actually, it's so bizarre. You mentioned that there's actually a woman here in the Seattle area who's a, who's, who has an amazing business and her business is about soap making. Interesting. And uh, so I'll definitely have to like connect you maybe she needs some help if you got some soap making launch right? experience might as well help all the soap makers <laughs> um i'm curious uh Trivenia, like what is the structure then of the business is it just i know that your husband works with you so i we definitely got to talk about that yeah. but how is it is it just like basically home base and then you basically manage all of the VAs or is there someone kind of in between who helps? How do you find the people? You know, like what is, what is the overall structure? Yeah. So it started really with me just uh, getting a lot of inquiries for my services. People started saying like, you work for, you know, this person and this person, can you work for me too? And for a while I did that. And then it just became challenging. I was like, I'm working 60 hours a week. I'm working 70 hours a week. And it just became unmanageable. I have four children and a husband and they want to see their mom. And so uh, I do. I do have four little girls. Yeah. Oh my goodness. What uh, what are their range age ranges? They're 12, 9, 8 and 2. So. OMG. Oh yeah. God. Yeah. It's it's crazy. And so what uh what started really uh, this business started out of necessity for me. So I became a virtual assistant because we adopted a child that had a lot of therapy and me going and working in the corporate world, I, I was half virtual, half in person, and uh, inevitably, you know, the therapist would always cancel on the day that I needed to be in my office or uh you know, things would always mm-hmm. come up which required me to be home. And so that really made the shift for me uh, that I needed a virtual work environment that that was really flexible and conducive to my family. And so uh, th- what started out as that ended up becoming a lot of people wanting to work with me. And then it became, oh my gosh, I can't work this much. This is insane. So I need to hire an assistant to help me. And really the light bulb started going off at that point of, you know, people wanted to work with Trevenia, but Trevenia didn't have any time. And so I thought, well, but I could find people because I, I feel like I am a good judge of character and, you know, I kind of know what it takes to make it work in this business. And, and so that's when I started Priority VA. So Priority VA became into existence a little over two years ago. Um, because I thought, oh my goodness, I'm I'm starting to outsource, and it's all under my my name. I need to put a name to this and like make it official. And right. so, uh, so we started that about two years ago, and uh, it was a year ago that my husband left his corporate job and came home to work with me and help me in the business, which was a massive uh, challenge and very scary to leave the you know 
security of having health insurance and 401k to being full-blown entrepreneurs. And, uh, and he loves our business. He's also a project manager for a wishlist member. And, uh, and so he, he dives in and he does a lot of the tech stuff that I don't want to do. And, <laughs> um, and he, he definitely serves as, as sort of the tech nerd for all of our virtual assistants. They ping him all the time with questions and he helps and teaches them and he, he loves teaching. And so he, um, he's a great person, um, a resource for people because he teaches them things without making it complicated. So he, he's just a great teacher in that way. And I'm so glad I have him because if, if something's going wrong, I'm like, Chris, <laughs> jump in there and figure this out for one of our virtual assistants. So oh he's great. And then we started uh, about a year and a half ago. I brought on my first assistant to help me just manage my schedule because I was on a lot of calls all the time and I needed to make sure that I was carving out time for my client work too. And so she came on at just five hours a week and she works 10 hours a week now. And then I have, I have two other virtual assistants that uh, do a variety of different things. One of them is um, serves as a client onboarding manager. So I kind of pass the baton to her after I've uh, solidified a client for us and she finds finds them a virtual assistant and uh, manages that relationship. And then I have a writer that handles um, some writing and social media for me. And then we just hired our first full-time employee. Uh, she started two weeks ago. <laughs> so that's uh, that's a whole new endeavor. And she's going to really help uh, scale the business. So she will do pretty much exactly what I do, uh, but full-time because I don't work in my business full-time. So because I still do virtual assistant work. So. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So that's, that's awesome. That, that, I mean, that, that makes sense. That really makes sense. And I don't, I think that a lot of people get to that point if they're doing any sort of client-based work and, mm-hmm. um, you know, even this is totally just, I'm not doing launch managing anymore. Right. And, but at the same time, like I forget like how quickly it is you all of a sudden you have three, four, five bosses all of a sudden. And that even happens even I think with coaching, which recently I put something up and I had to pull, I'm, I still have to pull it back down because, you know, I have gotten too many inquiries and I'm like, uh, you don't have that time, girlfriend. I don't know where you think you're getting it. So, so, uh, that's, that's amazing though. And I think a lot of people might, might kind of resonate with that, especially because we think, we have to do it all ourselves. So, um, so I think that's really interesting. So let's go to your husband for a second. Yeah. <laughs> what were those like first days getting, like, when did you first kind of bring up the topic of him or does he uh, know that he was always going to be pulled in? Oh, he always knew. Uh, <laughs> I, it's I, too big, honey. You're in yeah, here. <laughs> absolutely. I have a, I have a goal. Uh, one of my biggest goals is I live in Colorado and I really have a goal to live closer to an ocean. My husband and my daughter, my oldest daughter and I, we're all certified scuba divers and I want to be able to dive. I live in a landlocked state. (laughs) And uh, so I have a goal to move to like Georgia or North Carolina, South Carolina, Florida, somewhere over there. And so if that's ever going to happen, we needed to pull him out of, of a corporate job where he was tied to going into an office every day. And so we made the decision that we were going to drastically, massively cut expenses in our lives. Um, with the goal of having him come home and just really us live off of less so that we could get used to that. 
uh, and work on really building this business. And so definite changes. I had to forgo Starbucks for a long time and I'm addicted. So that was really hard. Um, but, uh, he, yeah, he started working. It was, it was so funny. It was, uh, May of last year. So 2014, he started working at home with me and the first we work in the same office, uh, for a year we did. And, uh, he was sitting here, so in my peripheral vision, so you'll have to imagine this. So we're sitting sort of in this like long desk. Uh, so he's on the right hand side of me okay. and I can see his head bouncing and I can see it bouncing and I hear sunflower seeds cracking and he's got some headphones on listening to techno music and I can hear the techno music really loud and hear this sunflower seeds. And I thought, I'm going to kill him. This is not going to work. Like I cannot, <laughs> I work in silence. I literally, I have no music on. I have nothing. I, the lights are down, you know, it's very, very <laughs> quiet. So we did it for a year and now he is in the basement on a card table because oh <laughs> that's awesome. Yes. Yeah, so I have kicked him out. Uh, and we're actually finishing our basement right now so he can have an actual space, but, um, it, that is a challenge and, and such a blessing to work with a spouse. It takes a very uh, unique dynamic to make that work. And, uh, it's a work in progress for us. Uh, and having him not be right next to me, chomping on sunflower seeds definitely helps us. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. I mean, I have definitely entertained the idea of, oh, I mean, he hasn't because he's very much like he just, they just launched last night their Halo 5. Oh, um, wow. So he's, he likes the big projects like that, but it sure. still is my dream that at some point he's going to be just like, man, you got it good over here, girl. Let's grow yeah. this thing. And I'll, you know, let's figure out how to add me into the mix and will that will that help in any way will that you know hinder you what can we do that's different you know so I definitely think about it but I think I'd be the same as you I literally cannot handle noise when I'm working my cat comes into the room and I flip out almost sometimes not not too bad but I I I, I totally get that and like you know there's certain things you want to be able to just work in peace yeah yeah, we, uh, you know, it's interesting that you talk, you talk about the silence. My husband just came back from a silent retreat for three days of not talking. And the first thing, <laughs> the first thing he did when he walked in the door, I said, how was it? And he said, oh, you need to go. You would love it. Oh my God. <laughs> I would love the silence. But, uh, it actually brought me to an, another thought as you were talking, um, in the, just working with your spouse and, and things. We were at this strategy session with a, a coach and, and I was telling him, I just want, I want people on my team that are going to care about this business as much as I do. You know, I want everybody to be as passionate as I am about this business. And the coach sort of shut me up and put me in my spot. And he said, you know what? Nobody is mm-hmm. going to care about your business as much as you do. And while I strive to get close when I'm placing VAs with clients, you know, I, I do want, yeah. I do want somebody who's going to own it and they're going to really care. Uh, for instance, with, uh, with one of my clients, she's got some great financial goals and some personal goals too. And I have a wall of whiteboard in my office. And every day when I walk into my office, I see her goals right alongside mine on my whiteboard and it helps me. It helps me know what I'm working toward. It helps me know like what our team is, you know, we're building is, you know, we're trying to reach these certain goals, both personal and financial. And, uh, but even though I feel like I own my client's goals, I probably don't as much as she does. And, and I think that that's an important takeaway for any entrepreneur when they're building their teams is like, we, we want to find that perfect person that's going to 
own it as much as we do. But man, it's it's a stark reality that they never, nobody ever will. Even my husband doesn't own it as much as I do. Yep. I I, I have. Oh, oh my gosh, you're you're totally preaching right here to the choir, because <laughs> I've said I've said that before myself. In that, like I. I, I owned working with Laura Roeder. Like I yeah. owned, I still sometimes I have to catch myself because I still think of that business as like it's my business mm-hmm. and I'm still somehow involved in it, <laughs> you know, yeah. which I'm not. And I, but when I was working there, I think I was like you, I'm, I was probably as close as anybody could be to caring and putting, like I would, I, I probably, you know, not, not even for my benefit, for actually the opposite of me, I would never, I, I wouldn't even ask for like raises or anything mm-hmm. like that because I was, because yeah. I wasn't thinking in terms of me getting paid. I was thinking, how's the company doing? Oh, we need to get that person. Uh, you know, I wasn't, I was thinking as if I was the business owner, but it's a hard yeah. person. It's hard to find that. And then I even said to myself recently, I'm like, well, was I really fully own, owning though? And I, I'm like, mm-hmm. no, I wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can't. You can't expect that, I think, from anybody. And I think that that's really difficult when it comes to, I'm sure, with with you moving from, like, that, the VA who did mm-hmm. take ownership to then kind of, te- you know, looking for those other people. But you knew people were looking for you. People were looking yeah. for Trevinia to begin with. And you yeah. knew you'd have to find people who were close, maybe, to yeah. taking ownership. But they wouldn't be as close as you, for right. sure. You knew oh, that. Oh. It, it, and it's frustrating. I'm like, I know. Why, really? How come you can't just own this the way that I do? But, you know, the beauty of it is, is that uh, every virtual assistant I've ever brought on to my team, they have a strength in an, a massive area of weakness for me. And so it, it's always been so lovely to kind of pair those clients and virtual assistants with each other based off of the strengths that that particular client needs. You know, yeah. they think they might need a Trevenia, but no, they really need a Susie because like that's that's who they need, you know? Right. Um, so it's it's lovely to pair that. And I, I take those matches probably more seriously than I should. I My husband's always giving me a hard time. He's like, my gosh, it's been like seven hours on that. I'm like, it's important to me. Yeah. But, um, because but you know I that that, that means longer term, you know, yeah, absolutely contract yeah, with long, someone. Long-term collaborative support is what, is what I strive for. And because I feel like if I get it right on this front end of the match, then the chances for a VA being with you for a year, two years, five years from now, substantially go up. You know, people, people think they just want uh, someone to do the, the task. They just want someone to push the buttons and to make whatever X, Y, Z is happen. But if I can incorporate into that character and temperament and alongside skill set, I just feel like magic happens. You know, Mm -hmm. then you do, you get someone who you can resonate with and you get uh, to quote ridiculous quote, but to quote this TV show, the only TV show I watch, Grey's Anatomy. Um, but one of the main characters was like talking about another character. And she's like that she's my person, you okay. know? So if you can find a person, um, that you can rely on in your business as you grow it, I, man, I think that just such great things happen. Yep. Um, when you can, when you can do it together, you know, on, on my Facebook cover photo and stuff, I, I have this quote, it, well, it's not a quote, it's just a statement. It says, don't do it alone. Yeah. Cause I feel like sometimes as an entrepreneur, we put ourselves on these little islands and we think I've got to be the one back here, you know, doing all this stuff. And when you can bring on a person, you know, that to really invest in it with you, then not only do you scale quicker, 
you hit your goals quicker. You have someone to share those successes, those triumphs and, and those defeats. You know, you're, you're not miserable doing it all by yourself. Yeah. Yeah. We'll definitely have a conversation more about this off off the call because I have more to say, but I'm going to reserve that for later. Um, But I want to know, okay, so because this is the Fearless Launching Show, I mean, it sounds like your launch really of Priority VA was out of necessity. Like just, there was only so many hours in the day for Travinia and she has babies and she has a husband and she has a life, obviously. Um, But I'm curious, um, obviously I think people... Well, I think it's obvious to me because I'm interested in how the the relationship between you and Amy Porterfield has grown and and how how did you meet Amy? Did she just kind of reach out for a VA? Is she one of those people? Yeah, so I met Amy through a, another client that I was working with. Uh, we had a, a mutual connection. Uh, someone else on her team was also working for this other client that I worked for, and so she was looking for some support, just five hours a week, you know, just some basic support. And uh, the mutual friend of ours reached out, and I was like, "Yeah, I can do it." Didn't even know who Amy Porterfield was. I was like googling her. I was like, I. Because I think that for any virtual assistant, you're interviewing the client just as much as they're interviewing you. Thank so you. I was trying to figure out who <laughs> she was. And uh, and I was like, well, she looks nice. Sure, I'll talk to her. And so I talked to her. And, and you know, she said, well, if you work for this person, I want you to come work for me. And I said, all right, well, we can try this out. And I wasn't sure if it was going to be a long-term thing because I wasn't sure how committed you know she was to a long-term experience. And five hours turned into 10, turned into 20, turned into, you know, I'm traveling to San Diego to see her and, um, and map out strategy with her. And it is uh, the biggest thing takeaways. I am sure a lot of your audience is familiar with Amy, but man, she is honestly as sweet as she appears. And and I don't say that about all my clients. And (laughs) And super funny. And she is. Oh, that girl. (laughs) She is very funny. Uh, she's funny. She's down to earth. Um, she has not in any stretch of the imagination, let her success change who she is. And, uh, and that has just been so beautiful. I, you know, I started with her, uh, three and a half years ago. And so we've been through a lot of launches together and, you know, her launches have gotten exponentially bigger and a little more complicated and, and things. And with each one, she is still the same Amy that she was from the first launch I did with her. And that is beautiful. So any takeaways for you clients out there who are, you know, having, building a team and, and having, don't let the success change you. Like always remember where you came from. And that sort of thing. I think Amy just does so well is that she knows she's so grounded in who she is that she doesn't let, the stress or the money or any of that phase, just it, who she is like from a foundational standpoint. And, yeah. um, and just make sure you share that with your team too. You know, just yeah. don't, don't feel like you have to be somebody, you know, just yeah. be you. Cause you can I have bad. you can have, everybody's going to have bad days Yeah, sure. and everybody's, you know, and uh, you know, I, I actually, I love that about Amy and I know that about yeah. her too. It's just yeah. that she really, still is that sweet, cool as a cucumber in a good way. Um, but I mean, I don't, I mean, obviously I don't see the, the horrible launch days. If there is a crazy launch face, which some people say that they get during launch time, (laughs) but, um, would you say that, um, your role has changed then? Cause you just came in like on the launches, which did you start with just doing very virtual assistant stuff and then you moved into doing other things like, yeah. cause I know Chris is, um, your husband is, he works in, he's like 
certified infusion soft. So is he like creating her campaigns or something? Or? No, no, he doesn't. He doesn't create. Or is her that stuff. you? Uh, no, <laughs> I have done it, um, ah. but no, she's got she's got a different team that handles some of that stuff. But no, I started uh, very general admin and moved into obviously you know I I run support in all of her Facebook groups and I mm-hmm. um, you know do. I'm kind of a jack of all trades in that I really love both sides of things. You know, Amy does a live, two live events every year for um, an affiliate promotion that she does. And so I was out and I spoke at her event, you know, so I spoke to the people that were at the event. So, but then I, you know, I can make a hair appointment for her and it doesn't phase me. Like, I don't care about any of that. Or I can talk to clients that are contemplating purchasing a product of hers, you know, because I know her product so well, I can talk to them and help them determine whether or not they're a good fit for her program. But then I can be on the back end, you know, uh, paying a credit card bill. So it's very varied and, and I'm different in that I love all of that stuff. I like the front end stuff. I like the back end stuff. I like the behind the scenes. Nobody knows it's me making it happen stuff. And, (laughs) you know, so, and that's rare. Um, I think that a lot of people generally, they like to find sort of one area that they really excel at and they want to focus on that. And I love the variety. I love knowing that you know, if we're going to go in a launch, I could be editing emails in Infusionsoft, or I could be, you know, posting on social media, or I could be just making sure that, you know, I'm project managing Amy's podcast to make sure that, you know, we're continuing to get good, great content out. So it it's fun. Yeah, no, I love that. I love it because, you know, that, that means you're all that more valuable too, as someone on her team and you get to see everything. And like you said, I love that, that image of your whiteboard with, with, um, let's say your client's goals and then your goals right next to that. And one thing that, um, I just did this webinar last week and I don't know precisely when people will be listening to this, but I did a webinar recently. And one of the things that I said that I didn't, that was like this huge aha moment for me was, I was running a successful business. I had run successful six, seven figure launches. So I'm like, okay, if I'm Mm -hmm. doing that, that's what I'm actually doing. And then I like was kind of looking over at my business, like there was a different set of rules. And Mm -hmm. so having those side by side really gave me that confidence to be like, oh, I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing here for this business, which just happens to be mine. And, And so I think that... For me, working especially with Laura so long, I definitely, I mean, I won't lie. It was it was nice to kind of see experiments happening with a bigger data set, let's say, mm-hmm. with someone's sure. bigger list so you can see, like, what's working, what's not. Um, oh, yeah, that's how my writing's different. Like, you can, you can learn a lot just by seeing the similarities, the differences. Oh, I'm going to try that, or I'm okay. not going to try that now, now that I know what happened there. Um, so I just, I just love that because then you have that kind of constant kind of grounding with, with something that you can see. I don't know, just like it was, it wasn't like I was working with a beginner, obviously, Mm -hmm. just like, you know, you're not working with a beginner with Amy, obviously. And I I just think there's so much power in that because you realize, wait, I just do the same things. Um, I can just do the same things, operate in the same way, forget, I don't, I don't, I didn't approach anything with Laura's business with fear or, oh, how do I do that? I would just take action. Yeah. So that's what I had to do with my own. 
Yeah. I, and you know what I love about, uh, obviously I love about working with Amy. One of the things that I get to do is I get to listen to her podcasts, uh, because I manage that whole process. And so I listen to them just to make sure, you know, there's no weird errors or the sound doesn't cut out or anything like that. And, uh, I don't listen to them as, as a virtual assistant, as like a worker bee, you know, doing them. I listen to them as a listener and I take away things from them just like any other one of her podcast listeners. And, you know, sometimes I'll give her ideas. I'm like, man, I, you should do a podcast on X, Y, and Z, because I think that'd be really cool for people to know. And, and, you know, sometimes she takes those ideas and other times they don't make sense for her where she's at in her business. But, um, I love about working with Amy and any of the entrepreneurs that I've just been so blessed to, to be around is that one thing that they all have in common is that they never stop changing. They never stop learning. They never stop um, making changes. They don't just like get into a rhythm in their business and be like, I don't have to grow anymore. You know, I, yeah. I'm done. I've sort of arrived. They're always <laughs> trying to figure out how they can how they can work smarter, how they can work more efficiently, how they can um, have more impact on people's lives. Cause that's really what Amy's whole business is about is, yeah. is impacting lives and helping other people reach their dreams. And she just never has lost sight of that. Um, that well, I think that's what you're doing too, Trevina. I, I think you know, so. I, I think I it's think what so. you're doing. I yeah. mean, um, I, I definitely see that. And I, I see that with the care. I mean, you and I got on the phone together um, with a shared client situation. It was a very odd thing. I've never done that before. And, you know, we, I, I can hear the care that you give, um, give the people that come to you looking for help and you, you want to help. Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, we're definitely, we're not curing cancer over here, but yeah, uh, one of the biggest things, takeaways, I'm very duplicitous and in, in that I serve two very different people. I serve the VAs, right? Cause I'm giving them work and I serve the clients cause I'm providing them a service. And so, uh, but one of the best takeaways was last Christmas. Um, I have this virtual Christmas party with all of my team and, uh, one of the VAs started crying and she said, um, for the past three years, I never knew where Christmas was going to come from for my family. And this year I knew, like I knew that I could afford Christmas, um, you know, because she had to make the choice to stay at home because of some stuff with her kids. And, uh, and to realize that this little thing that I'm doing, this baby business that I have is impacting lives and providing gifts for a family that maybe wasn't able to do it before. That's powerful for me. And then on the flip side, you know, seeing these people that have a dream in their business and that they've been hustling and working for so long, trying to like, you know, get over the hump and and do things to, to see that, I might place them with someone that can just push them over that edge and more so than anything, help them believe in themselves that they can actually do this. Man, that's, that's good. That's what helps me sleep at night. That's awesome. Makes it worth it. That's awesome. I love that. It's like you're finding people who kind of need each other. Exactly. And I love love that. Love that. OMG. I keep saying that because my daughter who's seven, almost eight, keeps saying, OMG, mommy. <laughs> OMG? <laughs> What's that about? That and, and totes. I, I, get, totes. I hear totes a lot. I, I think it's a silly word. I hear word, lots but... of other weird slang yes. things. And I'm like, are you actually saying that out loud in front of me? <laughs> Who are you, child? It's great. Oh, my goodness. Well, I wanted to just ask just a few more things about you know, this is especially because I feel like you're in such a unique position. Like, even if you didn't even have Priority VA, I feel like you have so much insight into that, the launch and what has to kind of happen and who needs to be brought on when and all that. And 
I guess I want to know, like, what's your biggest kind of piece of advice for, especially for people launching maybe the first time and they really do want to come out of the gate swinging. And I, I, I don't know, I, I guess I just want your, your like, here's why you at least need a VA. Like at least yeah. hire one person to help you. Cause the whole, you know, don't do it alone. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. the message, but like, what, what can you say to that? Like somebody maybe who's just like, I don't know. Yeah. I, I think two things. Um, and it, it's kind of weird cause I think they, they conflict with each other in a sense. <laughs> but so the first thing is, it is to, to don't rush. Right. So we don't want to just throw spaghetti on the wall and not think out a strategy. So I think we definitely have to have a strategy, uh, when we're launching anything and we do want to follow some sort of a plan. That's why obviously there are people like you that exist that, that help put together that type of plan for people. So don't just throw out anything and see if it sticks. So that's my first piece of advice and just document what your vision is for your business and then like take steps. Amy says it all the time, like just take a little bit of action in your business every single day uh, and you'll end up getting the progress that you desire. But then the second thing, which totally seems to contradict this (laughs) is get something out there because I think that sometimes we can get so stuck in our heads and we want the videos perfect and we want the audio perfect and the slides have to be immaculate. And, you know, we think because we can't hire a graphic designer that charges, you know, $4,000 for a slide deck that we can't launch. And that's not true. So I, I think that while we can't get stuck in perfection, we do need to ship the product. We do need to do something, but we need to do that something strategically and have a plan for it. So um, I, that's the biggest takeaway. I see it time and time again when I'm meeting with potential clients that maybe ultimately don't end up signing with us. Uh, but I, I hear this common thread of people getting stuck, you know, and they they don't have anyone to sort of bounce ideas off of, which is where I feel like a virtual assistant, if you get the right person, they absolutely play a massive part in your business because they're just a sounding board for you. And if you've you're working with someone who has had launch experience in the past, they can say, well, you know, we were launching a a coaching program for dog trainers, you know, but still these ideas are are relevant to, you know, coaching something or, you know, I don't know, doing a a product for women entrepreneurs or something, you know, they, they relate, but if you get someone on your team that is willing to engage with you and willing to bounce ideas off you and tell you when you've got a dumb idea or tell you when there's a faster, better, you know, easier way to do something. Uh, I think that that's really key to kind of moving things forward. We have, we have clients all the time and that, that they won't ever launch anything. And, And as much as good as their product is, there are, there are clients that I've worked with where the world desperately needs what these people have, yeah. but they are so stuck in their head that it'll never, no matter, I don't care if you have five full-time VAs, it's never going to launch because they won't get out of their head. And that makes me sad. Yeah. So, uh, you know. Uh, I, I mean, I was just like sitting here like, yes, yes, because the, the one thing that really just it does like I feel that those those aren't necessarily conflicting points of view, but it does sound like it. Right. You know what I mean? Like I get the feeling is the the thing is people are rushing to do their be all end all mm-hmm. thing yeah. when really they could maybe take a step back, get something simple out there, whatever it is. And sometimes that, that's why I'm that's why I go on Periscope and just do these. You know, set your top three. Yeah. Like because if you get in the habit of doing just like three things a day. 
Yeah. It doesn't, I'm not going to judge what they are and how big or small they are, and no one is going to judge. But getting into that habit of taking a little action every single day will get you there. Yeah. And but you can't take forever as well. Right. You know, you can't take forever. Or you know, yeah. it really will it, never happen. And I've got, I don't want to say I've got a client like that now, but I've had people like that in the past where I was, I felt sad because it was nothing I could do mm-hmm. to push it. Yeah, and at that point, I think that that's just when the rubber has to meet the road for the client. You know, obviously the the pain of not doing anything has to become more than the pain of, of, of launching, you know, and what we do, I don't know if your audience is familiar, if so they should definitely look into Todd Herman. He is, Mm -hmm. um, he's a strategist and he has a program called the 90 day year. And, uh, even somebody who really embodies the, the scrum methodology of like, let's get stuff done. Um, it even took my business to a whole new level when I started looking at my business and, and my clients' businesses in 90 day chunks, you know, and I don't have to have this five year plan. Like, let's just look at the next 90 days and stay laser focused on that. And what are we going to get done in those 90 days? And man, I, I, the speed at which stuff started happening in my business, um, was great. I mean, you know, all of a sudden we were building Infusionsoft campaigns that I had on like the list for next year. You know, I was like, Whoa, like we could do this right now. Let's just get something up there and we'll course correct after it launches. And we've had to change a bunch of things, but we tried it, you know, and and we're making progress and we're growing. And my first run out of the gate with a, a big Infusionsoft campaign was kind of not very successful, but that's okay. You know, we did it. And and the second one was successful, so it works. And we just, we got to keep trying and, and keep moving instead of getting so stuck in, in perfectionism. Yep. I totally, totally agree. Okay. So tell me, Trevinia, I mean, I would love to chat with you all day, of course, but we both got lives and businesses and, and all that. And I want to make sure that people know how to get in touch with you so, so they can actually, you know, perhaps, Uh you know, perhaps if they're ready, I don't want to push, but what, you know, when they're ready to hire someone or actually just start exploring that, what that will, what that will be about. How do they reach you? Yeah, definitely. So I, one thing that is, is great about me, uh, my friends always say that on my headstone, it will say, well, at least she was honest because, <laughs> because I, I tend to have, um, a, a real cut and dry attitude toward things. And so I'll definitely tell people if they're not ready for a virtual assistant, because I don't think everyone is, but, um, but you can find me at either priorityva.com which is my website, or if, if it's easier to just find me at trevenia.com, that works as well. And then obviously on, on Twitter, I'm at Trevenia, Instagram at Trevenia. It's pretty, I, I got lucky with a unique name oh, great. Uh, in yeah. that. But uh, the best thing to do, obviously, is just go to my website. And, you know, I blog um, a few times a week on all things related to a virtual assistant. And I speak not only to the clients, but to the VAs too. So you can get an idea of the language I think that is this going on, the discussions that are happening around the VA industry. And I try to put up a lot of tips on how we can uh, work smarter and faster and, uh, and do it by yourself until you're ready to get a virtual assistant. I try to put lots of stuff up there too, for those people who aren't ready. Okay. Well, I have like one more, so not business related question. It might be depending on what your answer is. Okay. Actually two more. These are just like two rant, the two random questions. So one, are you reading a book right now? And if so, what? 
Okay. Um, I just finished a non-business related book, which was such a joy for me. I just finished a book called uh, For the Love by Jen Hatmaker, a book all about grace, which was really good because I think that uh, as women, we're really hard on ourselves. And it it was just a needed uh, book for me to realize that I'm okay. So that for the love, Jen Hatmaker, really good. And then uh, last business book that I read, um, Chip Heath, I think is who wrote it, is called Decisive. Ah, um, I didn't even know. So, that. Is that a new book? No, it's old. It's a couple of years old, but it's it's really good for people like me. I, I really tend to think that I'm very decisive, but there are some decisions that, especially in my business, I think anything that I do, it doesn't impact me. It impacts me, my clients, my VAs, everyone. So I get a little bit stuck in making decisions sometimes. So that really helped me get clarity on why I get stuck. So I like to uh, recommend that book. Um, so that, yeah, those are... Those are the books. Okay. And what is your what's your guilty pleasure TV if you even watch TV? The only show. That oh wait a minute, you already told me. Yeah, them. Grey's Anatomy. It's the only show, and I'm like three weeks behind right now, so I'll have to like binge watch for my birthday or something. I don't know. We'll figure that out. But, Hold on, where's your uh, birthday? Oh, it's uh, November. It's November second. <laughs> okay, um, I just want to make sure we put that out there. You'll, you might you might get a lot of belated birthdays. Right. All of a sudden. Send me Starbucks gift cards. That's yeah, all that, you got to do. Right. People. This girl needs some Starbucks. Okay. <laughs> so make sure you get that to her. Um, and then last thing, I just I just had to ask some random girly questions. Sure. Are you a planner girl? Do you I like am. planners? Do you I like am. physical planners? And what do you use? What do you All have? right. So I, I don't think it's available to everyone, but Todd Herman's 90-Day Year Planner is the best thing I have ever bought in my life. It It is amazing. Um, it breaks down. It, it's only for 90 days. So I have four of them, right? So one for each quarter. Um, and it breaks down the month, the week, the day, the hour. And it, it has awesome columns in it for you know, what to do, what to delegate, what's you're going to handle later. And it just really, and he's not selling these. Cause how dare not, you like, how but dare he needs you it? to sign up for his program. Um, <laughs> I'm not an affiliate, but I should be. Um, oh but yeah, it's, it's a great planner. So if you guys can get your hands on it, even if it means you have to sign up for his program, do it. Cause it's, it's life changing. My daughter uses one, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, she's homeschooled. And she uses one to map out her her homeschooling because it's it keeps you that much on focus. Oh so, my gosh! Okay, yeah. well I will check that out. Thank <laughs> you so much for sharing those little tidbits. I always like to kind of to kind of find out some more info. By the way, Grey's Anatomy. I don't watch too much, but I did watch that really horrible episode at the end of the year last yeah. year. Yeah. that was horrible. I don't. I like watch like well the three or four. There was like three episodes that touched yeah. on it. So. Yeah. Um, I watch Scandal, which is right oh, after. Oh, yes, it is. I'm a Scandal girl and a Walking Dead girl for some reason. So, My husband uh, watches Walking Dead, and um, he's always telling me, like, come watch it with me. Come watch it. And so if you can make get rid of the squishy noises. That, oh, my that God, like the chicken eating noises. <laughs> yeah, if we could just get rid of that. The storyline is phenomenal, but the, the noises are just like, again, I like to work in silence, right? So it just goes <laughs> Did he, like, that. go insane this weekend, by the way? Uh, did my husband? Yeah, because something pretty crazy happened. Oh, uh, he wasn't no, there. He was he no. He was at yeah. Oh, he was snap. at the silent retreat, so he hasn't seen it. Okay, so. I'm not saying anything. I'm going to stop right, right now. <laughs> All right, Trivinia, thank you so much. This was such a pleasure, and um, I'm so glad we got a chance to chat. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so grateful. I'm sure we will chat very soon as well. <laughs> Great. 
Thank you so much. No problem. Take care. insights with each other. And I'm glad she's definitely been one of those girl bosses that now I can call a friend and call on when I need support. So thanks again, Trevinia. If you want to reach out to her, make sure to visit the show notes at annsamoylove.com. That's where all of her links to all of her sites and wherever you need to reach out to her for whatever. Or if you just want to kind of see what else she's been up to, you can also check there. Uh, One more thing. Thanks for listening to the Fearless Launching Show. I am super excited to keep this interview train running. So next week, we're going to have another person in the studio who is, I think you'll really enjoy it, especially if you're a planner girl and you are interested in producing your own physical products. So I am so excited for that. In the meantime, have a wonderful week and I will speak to you guys real soon. Bye-bye.